In this episode, we're talking Facebook and Instagram ads, one of my favorite topics, but one that gets pretty complicated and confusing pretty quickly. So after listening, if you want the eight-step proven blueprint for setting up high-converting ads once that will send a constant flow of new leads and bookings into your business with just a few dollars a day, I link the information in the show notes for you. In my Book More Birthdays with Ads course, you will get all the tutorials, training, and know-how you need to be confident enough to never need to pay a third-party ads manager or outsource this task, which can save you thousands of dollars per month. But what I will do is give you the tools and templates needed to delegate this to your internal team once you're ready. So this is really a no-brainer. To learn more about my Book More Birthdays with Ads course, head to the show notes. If you're in the play and party business and you want to operate with more ease and joy, all while making the living you dreamed of, I created the Profitable Play Podcast just for you. Join me, your host, Michelle Caruana, for Small But Mighty Tips Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays that will all add up to a big impact on your mindset, your business, and your bottom line. Stick with me to keep the passion and grow the profit in your play or party-based business. All right, Playmakers, happy Monday, and I just got to say it, go Bills. Sorry if there are any Miami fans listening, but anyways, I'm super excited for this podcast episode, so I'm just going to jump right in. So we talk a lot on this podcast and on my YouTube channel about Instagram, Facebook, and Google ads, and you probably already heard it if you heard my little plug at the beginning of this episode. After all, they're some of the easiest and most common ways for small businesses like indoor playgrounds to get their products and services in front of their ideal local customers in a way that's much more cost-effective than something like printed direct mailers in people's mailboxes. Plus, these ad platforms give us data that we can use to measure our results and make data-driven informed decisions about if we should continue utilizing them based on ROI or return on investment, way more so than more traditional advertising avenues such as radio or newspaper and magazine print ads. While Google ads are a bit more complicated and can be more expensive than Facebook and Instagram ads, they can be extremely effective for attracting hot leads to the most significant offers in your business, such as birthday parties. In fact, Google ads are often touted as the most effective form of generating bookings by the members of Playmaker Society who utilize them. And you don't need to edit Google ads nearly as often as Facebook or Instagram ads. So these are advertisements just running in the background of their businesses popping up in search results whenever anyone in their local area searches phrases they've pre-selected into Google, such as first birthday party venue in my area or indoor playground, Buffalo, New York. And this type of advertising is called search advertising because only the people actively looking for services just like yours are seeing the ads. And therefore you aren't wasting impressions and ad spend on people casually scrolling through Facebook or Instagram, not really looking to make a purchase then and there. And I have 
a podcast episode about Google ads, which I'm going to link in the show notes. But before we move on, I just want to say I'm not knocking Facebook or Instagram ads here. And I'm also not knocking Google ads because they're a little bit more expensive because you kind of have to understand what you're getting from each to understand the costs associated. So as I said, Facebook and Instagram is not search engine advertising. So not everyone that comes across your ad is actively looking to make a purchase or make a booking. It's what I call interruption marketing. So an ad is kind of interrupting their scroll. So sure, your cost per click and your cost per lead is going to be less expensive on Facebook and Instagram, but that's because those clicks and those leads are less likely to actually convert and result in a booking. Whereas on Google, you might pay a little bit more for a click or for a lead because it's much more likely that those clicks and those leads are going to result in booking. So while they're a little bit more expensive on the front end, meaning it's going to cost a little bit more to get those people to your website, overall, they generally offer a higher return on investment because again, you're getting more bookings as a result. The conversion rate is a lot higher. Now, if you're in Playmaker Society, you already know all of this because you already have our advanced Google Ads training. But one of the things I love about Google Ads over Facebook and Instagram ads is that because of this higher level of difficulty and price and kind of that unknown factor, far less small businesses like indoor playgrounds actually end up putting them into practice. Because if you don't know what you're doing and if you don't know what buttons to press and how to optimize these ads, because like I said, they're a little bit more expensive, you're much more likely to just throw your money out the window. Because again, it's a little bit more difficult to actually create effective ads. This makes Google ads a much less saturated platform, which in turn makes it easier and less expensive to see great results as long as you've done the work to educate yourself on the platform before actually spending money on it, which again is why I give this advanced video training, like literally step by step by step, this is exactly what you do to my Playmaker Society members or anyone who's purchased my Facebook and Instagram ads course that I talked about right at the top of this episode. So go back if you kind of fast forwarded through that. However, this episode is not about Facebook, Instagram, or Google ads because, and hopefully the title didn't give this away, but what if I told you there's another advertising platform where around 45% of your customers are actively hanging out that is even less saturated than Google ads? Now, to get the answer, and again, if the title gave it away, just just like clean slate it, forget about it, because I want you to do this exercise anyways. So I want you to think back to the last time you needed inspiration or ideas. Maybe it was for your child's first birthday, or maybe it was for a kitchen inspiration, or for your next DIY project. Or maybe you were looking for a cool activity you could create to keep your toddler busy, or maybe it was when you were planning your indoor playground. Where did you search for inspiration? And you can think of a few different places, but let me ask you, did Pinterest come to mind? 
Because what was once a social media platform or really a search engine waning in popularity due to the rise of Instagram, Pinterest has actually seen a surge of usership in the past several years. And according to Shopify, around 45% of households in the U.S. with household incomes over $100,000 actively used Pinterest in 2022. Now, if you're like me, or me a couple months ago rather, you probably think of pinning or Pinterest as something bloggers or e-commerce companies use to promote their products, something not really fit for small local business. But what if I told you that advertising on Pinterest can allow you to combine the best of search engine marketing like Google and social media advertising like Instagram and Facebook, Pinterest can actually give you the ability to have your ad shown to users who are actively searching for products like yours or services, accompanied by the capability to promote your services to users passively browsing through pins. So again, it's kind of combining both benefits of social media and Google advertising that I mentioned at the beginning of this episode. And it sounds pretty incredible, right? Well, Here's what's even better. You can actually target all of your ads on Pinterest to be served only in your local area to potential customers who fit your ideal customer's parameters, very similar to the interest and demographic-based targeting on Facebook and Instagram. So you've probably all initiated an ad on Instagram or Facebook or maybe even boosted a post, right? You can select parents in your area with kids of a certain age that are within like a 20-mile radius of your business. Well, you can do the same thing on Pinterest. It's not just for businesses who serve national or worldwide audiences. So just imagine someone in your local area who has like, let's say, an eight-month-old baby and hasn't had the chance to visit your space yet, and they're sitting down to feed their baby and is casually typing, you know, first birthday theme into Pinterest. Now, imagine a picture of your beautiful space with pictures of a cute and creative first birthday party popping up. And since you included your town name in the pin description, it catches her eye. She might be thinking, ooh, what's this place? I've never seen it before. Causing her to click over to your website and browse your packages, and look at the beautiful pictures of your space. Now, not only is she aware of your business for the party that she's clearly already planning, which could lead to a booking then and there, but she also has now been on your website and your booking page specifically. And this is when a holistic advertising ecosystem that I promote so often here on this podcast comes into play. Because now that she's been on your website, because you installed your Facebook pixel tracking code back in episode 14 of this podcast and set up Facebook and Instagram ads to retarget the visitors of your website and booking pages back in episode 31 of this podcast. And yes, I'm going to link all these episodes in the show notes. So, you know, put the pen down, no need to take notes just yet. So, Basically, even if this person does not have the time or the will to make a booking then and there, 
because you set up your Facebook pixel and your retargeting ads because, you know, you're a perfect student and you follow all the plays of the day to a T, you can now show up in her newsfeed on Facebook and Instagram until she is ready to make that booking. So much of advertising is simply staying top of mind for your customer and presenting your offer in different ways. So I absolutely love this strategy of creating all these ads that work together as an extremely efficient and cost-effective, keyword cost-effective, strategy to generate bookings. And the best part As I mentioned at the top of this episode, these are all ads you set up one time and then simply monitor or make tweaks to as needed, maybe every couple months. But I swear I have Playmaker Society clients who update their ads once a year, maybe with fresh images or fresh wording. These are not things that require constant maintenance, and it's not something that you have to do every day like posting to Instagram stories or TikTok or anything like that. What you do with these ads is you work out any kinks and make any needed tweaks to your creative or targeting one time, that one original optimization when you set the ads up. And then after that, after those first couple weeks where, like I said, you make some tweaks and adjustments, you are good to go. And please, if you take one thing away from this episode, please do not let any ad guru tell you that you need to test 50 headlines with 50 versions of copy and 50 different images or spend hundreds of dollars a day or even a week to be effective. About 95% of the information out there about ads is geared towards businesses that do business nationally or worldwide and have hundreds of or thousands of competitors, making it much more difficult for them to reach their exact ideal customers. So yeah, they need to do a lot more testing. They need to do a lot more work and they need to spend a lot more. But for us, small local businesses, sure, we don't have as large of a potential customer base, but we also have a much smaller net we need to cast. So this is where we lean into this as a strength. It can be very doable to reach, honestly, all the local parents in your area without a huge budget or fancy strategies. I promise you. And that's why I did a little plug for my Facebook and Instagram ads course at the beginning of this episode. I created it specifically for owners of our business model. Because I share only what you need and nothing you don't. None of those fancy e-commerce or product-based businesses strategies. Now, that course already has an advanced Google Ads bonus module. And I will soon be adding a Pinterest ads training to that course as a bonus for anyone who has purchased it, past or future. And I will also be adding a training to Playmaker Society in the first quarter of 2023, because I've been testing Pinterest ads. And let me tell you, I have been blown away by the results and its potential. So I cannot wait to get this over the shoulder style training. And what I mean by that is it's virtually like you can be looking over my shoulder as I create a tried and true Pinterest and Google ad. So I cannot wait to get this training into the hands of 
my members. So if you're a member or have purchased my ads course, hang tight. You will have everything you need to execute the strategy very shortly. But if you're not a member or if you're eager to set things into motion and start testing Pinterest ads, I will be sharing some of my top Pinterest ads tips in the next episode. But for now, your play of the day is to simply browse Pinterest. Type things into the Pinterest search engine like first birthday party or maybe your city and state. See what comes up and if any of your competitors are already using Pinterest ads or sponsored pins. I bet they're not. And we love a cornered market here on the Profitable Play podcast. But even if they are using them, we might be talking about one or two businesses you need to stand out against. Unlike on Facebook and Instagram, where you're competing with thousands of businesses, because those platforms, as I mentioned, are not targeted by search terms, right? You could be scrolling on Instagram and you might see an ad for a birthday venue, but a couple posts later, you might see a post for a sippy cup or an ad for a hair product or something like that. Trust me, by learning even the basics of Pinterest ads, you can unlock a really powerful secret weapon when it comes to staying fully booked and staying on top of your competition. All right, so stay tuned for Wednesday's episode where we dive into some basic Pinterest ads tips that you need to get started. But if you're feeling just super eager and excited right now, I do also have an episode on my other podcast, which I'll link in the show notes, about Pinterest for local businesses from a real certified Pinterest expert. And she talks about how to combine an organic or free Pinterest strategy with advertising for the most potent and effective results. All right, I will see you back here on Wednesday where, again, we dive a little bit deeper into Pinterest ads. And if you have any questions or anything you'd like me to cover on this podcast or anything you just like to say, you can follow me on Instagram and send me a message. I have my profile linked in the show notes. And as always, if you found this episode helpful, the best way that you can show support for me or for the show is to leave a rating and review wherever you are listening. I appreciate it so much. All right. Have a great day, Playmakers. I will see you right back here on Wednesday.